1: Purple Daily is Daily Vikings
0: Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. And welcome to NFL Combine Week. We aren't in Indianapolis, but a lot of NFL executives, agents, coaches, players, people with agendas. (laughs) <laughs> are flying into Indianapolis fans, fans autograph speakers media it's uh, it's the center of the NFL universe this week where NFL luminaries general managers agents cheers old fashions and cocktails at is it what's that one bar is it Elmo's St. Saint Saint Elmo. Elmo's
1: Saint Elmo Saint St. Elmo's Steakhouse greatest uh shrimp cocktail in the country I think you could argue that's a that's I've never had it but that's all oh, it's say. It's incredibly expensive. I looked it up last night. You, you can actually order them now and have them shipped to your house. Oh, really? Mm. Yep. I, look, I looked up their site last night just to sort of just to look For at time a few sake. I was writing something, and I was going, and I, I want to make sure that I had the spelling right of the bar because I said that uh, it's a place where deals have been made before. Yeah. But I found out that you can order the shrimp cocktail.
0: What, what makes it such a great shrimp cocktail? Compared well, to just like your average yeah. shrimp cocktail.
1: Well, first of all, it's enormous. Second of all, it is spicy as hell. So if mm. you don't like spicy, but the, it is... Like the sauce? The sauce spicy. I think there's spe- a... Yeah. yeah, the cocktail sauce. But I think it's a special... I think it's some type of special sauce. And I don't know if there's like a ingredient secret or not, but it
0: is between Are the shrimp that, on like HGH or something? Between
1: that-, that and like the uh, the steak, it is great. It's so... It, it's so popular... That at least the last time I covered the combine, St. Elmo had a satellite restaurant like right by it, a smaller one that I think was a little less expensive. So it's like mm-hmm. if you can't really afford St. Elmo, we'll, we 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 got yeah. something else
0: for you. If you're like on your last contract or you've blown, maybe you you're stop. Adrian Peterson and you've uh, you know bought too many camels for your birthday parties, yeah, something less expensive. Oh. Here's something for you. <laughs> So it's a place where NFL front offices and agents drink cocktails late into the night and totally don't tamper. But that's what's going to happen this week. You're going to have news come out. You might even have like a list of Kirk Cousins teams at some point. So we've got you covered on Purple Daily. Today, We're, we're I think we're going to give you three episodes because we've got Purple Daily on draft coming out later on today. We're going to give you two episodes of the main cast of characters here, starting with this one. We'll do a Kirk Watch episode, but this is going to be... Off-season blueprint episode 4.0, gentlemen. We've taken three stabs where we just devote the entire show yep. to internal roster decisions, external free agents, and a mock draft simulation to try and fix the Vikings for 2024 and beyond. And this one's going to be really interesting because we now know what the NFL salary cap figure for 2024 is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be $30 million higher than... Than last year's, it's the biggest jump in the history of the NFL. Last year's cap was 225 million. This year's cap two hundred and fifty-five million dollars. So before we get in, and I have a premise, a Kirk-related premise, I'd love to start the you know, just the festivities with, but before we get there, Judd, you've been covering the NFL for two decades. It's what does this year. jump and cap mean? Because a lot of Vikings fans are celebrating, oh, this is great. Now, yeah. we specifically have money to bring back Daniil and Kirk. But really, isn't it just NFL inflation? Everything, everyone has more space. Everything gets more expensive now, right? Yes. and oh, So there, there's a
1: few things here. First of all, this is not the highest percentage jump. It's jumped higher percentage-wise. This is the most cash cash jump. Okay the projected pf or or the projected cap originally uh by over the cap for 2024 was 240 million dollars wow that was the projection it's up 30 million more per te- more per team uh from 2023 so wow. it's an incredible jump mm So keep that in mind. Uh, But the things to keep in mind before you take a victory lap are multiple. One is, it's my opinion that this does more for Justin Jefferson's contract situation than it does for immediate free agents. Because now you're looking at projections that have gone up. And so I think what it does is it certainly emboldens Jefferson to ask for more now and probably get it. Good news for him. Free agency wise, yes, if you want to bring Kirk and Daniel back, it definitely you definitely have more space to do so. But and this is I think I pointed this out on Twitter a couple of times, before you take a victory lap on retaining your own players, the Vikings didn't just get good news on Friday. Thirty one other teams did as well. Yeah. So if you were gonna pursue Kirk Cousins and you're the I don't know, take your pick, the Falcons, or you are the, let's say, Broncos who Whose name from a very credible source came out on Friday. You now have way more. So 29ers, if you yeah, exactly. So if you were going to pursue Kirk, you now are like, oh, hold on a second. So this does not mean that you're going to bring everyone back. What it does mean is that uh the price of poker for everyone just went up. But I actually think if you're the Vikings and you are projecting ahead. This is better news to retain a guy like Jefferson and eventually Darossaw than this is now to to spend like a drunken sailor on guys, which by the way still will catch up with you if you do it. Not saying that you can't. Like if if Christian Wilkins does not get franchised by the Dolphins, the Vikings might say, "Okay, we have a little extra to play with." Yeah, but I think that there was this perception on Friday that every team is going to spend like, "Oh my God, we're, there's no salary cap." That's not really how this works.
0: Yeah, it. I think well, there's. There's probably some teams, like I saw something on the Giants where this now gives them the ability to not have to restructure Daniel Jones' contracts. So they can just be done with it after 2024. Yep. So there's some teams that this impacts directly. The Vikings, it remains to be seen. Does it give them more room to bring back Cousins and Hunter and sign Jefferson? Because now the cap's going to be even higher next year and then the year after, right? Of course it does. But it also gives the Falcons now an extra 10 to $15 million Correct. in cap space. It gives, I'm just looking at teams that might be interested. I mean, the Commanders are a team that on like the DraftKings odds to get Kirk Cousins are one of the top three or four teams. They've got $70 million in effective cap space now. Yep. The Raiders now have $10 million. Well, they did before, but they still have $10 million more than the Vikings. They have $40 million in effective cap space. So just something to keep in mind. I think we should start today's 4.0 roster blueprint episode with the premise that the Vikings do bring Kirk Cousins back. Because I think we've done a couple where he's gone. I think we did one where he's back. And I'll tell you, I used the updated PFF figures to sort of construct this, but then you texted us like 10 minutes before the show and have a, there's a Bill Barnwell figure. So we got to figure out what to do as the Purple Daily front office. So PFF has Kirk signing for two years, $70 million with $50 million guaranteed. And we can get into kind of what that looks like. So thirty five million a year average over the two years. Well, Bill Barnwell, who's the analytics guru for ESPN.com, he just posted a piece this morning projecting fifty one million dollars a year for Kirk. So if it's a two year deal, do yeah. you guys think it's closer to two years a hundred? Or do you think it's closer to two years seventy before we even because we got to know that before we can start to build out the rest of this thing, right? Well, should we just should we split the hairs and just go right down the middle of the two projection two projected figures? Wow, at that but that, at that point I'm out. Like I'm out on well, all this, but this is where it gets crazy. I
1: do think that the cap <laughs> go, going up is going to again provide teams that might be intent on pursuing Kirk the room to go up far more than we probably thought would be possible on Thursday. Yeah. So I. I'm just saying I don't think the Vikings are going to now retain all of their guy, you know. Oh, we can bring back everyone and run it back. I don't think that's how it works, but I mean De- Declan's probably right. It's probably something close to splitting what what your what the PFF was off of what was the assumed salary cap figure and what it's going to be now. He's probably right about it being
0: but I mean, but that, that could also be like that could be a fake figure contract to, oh, it's two years, 100 or it's three years. a Well, I guess in this case, it'd be two years, 100, because he's talking 50 million a year. Yep. But what's the guarantee? PFF has a guarantee of 50 million dollars, which yeah. that's enough for like a signing bonus in the first full year, maybe part of the second. Well,
1: I think now right. with I think now with this, you'd probably you'll probably be looking at something more like 60 at least. What do you mean? 60 get the, 60 the guaranteed. Mi- 60. Yeah, I think that, okay. I think the guarantee now would probably jump to sixty from because I mean it takes it takes one team to be like screw it we'll sign Kirk Cousins,
0: so he'll probably get what he wants somewhere. So could we say then I've got the beep, burp, 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 the PFF cap calculator open right now. Yep. The original way that I did this was two years seventy million dollars per PFF signing so his previous signing bonus on the the 2-year deal he did a couple of years ago was I think it was $30 million then he did a $25 million signing bonus. He likes a, a big chunk up front. Who doesn't? Yeah. I think we're talking so if we, let's say it's 2 years and it's like 80 million, uh-huh, with 60 million guaranteed. Let's plug this in.
1: That's probably mm-hmm. I mean that's pro- that's probably that's so Phil, that's probably the <laughs> lowest amount. That's wild. That he's going to accept, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, like I don't, I don't see him taking less than forty
0: million per season. So, could we do? Now, here's the other thing too. You could do all the guaranteed money in the first year. You yep. could do like a. This is getting way in the weeds, but yeah, the goal for the the Vikings want flexibility after 2024, right? Mm-hmm. And Kirk wants stability. So if if they don't meet in the middle on that somewhere, then there's no amount of money, like right unless the offers just aren't there for him. But if you did like a $40 million signing bonus and you did like a, I'm just making this up here, like a $12 million base this year, that gets you to 52. So we need like another $28 million for 2025. And what would we say? 60 million guaranteed. So eight of the 28 would be guaranteed. So it'd be a partially guaranteed second year. Sure. I'll, I'll spit out the figures here for you guys. So here's what it would be. It would be two years, 80, 40 of the 80 is a signing bonus. And the reason that's important here, and we don't know, we're not like the Rob Brzezinski's here, but we try to at least know something about the cap so we can explain on the show. Kirk has four years of contract structure with the void years that they tacked on, right? So if you did this deal, you would assent you would do it before that before right. that void date hits, so that you right. could keep that structure. Because you can do a signing bonus that he gets right now but that you get to prorate throughout the duration of the four years of structure. So if you did a, that's why it's going to be a big signing bonus. If the Vikings bring him back, cause they don't want all that money to land on 2024. And now they can't go get like an edge rusher or whatever. So if it's a two year, $80 million deal, 40 million signing bonus, 12 million base for this year. So he essentially gets $52 million in 2024. Mm-hmm. And then the remaining, To get to the 80 would be a $28 million base in 2025, partially guaranteed, like an $8 million guaranteed. His cap number would go up from 28 to 32 this year. You could also like bump the signing bonus if you wanted to even higher than 40 and and bring the cap number down. But then his cap number for 2025 would be $48 million. Plus, you'd have $28 million left over. In dead void money after this contract ends, sound familiar? <laughs> hey, but and the he cap, would be thirty eight years cap's old. Sky
1: high now. I mean, come on, <laughs> just throw your money around, dude. What are you waiting for?
0: So why don't we do this? I'm actually going to add more to the signing bonus. I'm going to give him a forty four million dollars signing bonus, just so we can have months, less then. less guarantees. Because we won't, we don't want guarantees after 2024, really, right? So and we'll bring that down to twenty four million dollars, right. and that would bring his cap number down a little bit too. So okay.
2: By the way, Kirk Cousins literally yeah. just tweeted a video of him throwing footballs at, like, a tennis court. I'm going to pop it on the screen here. On day one bit. of
0: Combine Week, let's, let's go. Oh, my God, this is, let's oh, what a, what a coincidence. What a coincidence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when Mike, Mike McCartney told him to do that. Oh, man. Hey, hey Kirk, tomorrow morning, Kirk. go out and throw a football. I don't oh, care God. where it is and get it up oh, all right so dex is going to show this
2: oh yeah give me a give me like 60 seconds and this will be on the screen
1: of course
0: okay well sure <laughs> while dex gets that video ready judd tell the audience about quick trip real quick before we finalize this kirk cousins contract
1: absolutely well quick trip is your one-stop shopping uh for uh, delicious m- meals and i'm not talking like snacks i'm talking breakfast lunch or dinner you can get what you want at quick trip and here's the best part i said one-stop shopping because you also can stop you know, look, let's say you're driving home tonight. It's a Monday. You're like, I'm not going out. I-, I need to get something to eat. But I also need gasoline because I'm like Phil Mackey, and my gauge is on E, and I've really ridden this car way too far. I, I need too. to fill up. You, you guys are idiots. Oh, welcome to the dark side. Yeah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> I can't believe that you do that. But anyway, I suggest you fill up at Quick Trip. Put plenty of gas in your car, and here's the best part. That gas comes with a quality gas guarantee. That means every drop of gasoline that goes in your car that fills that sucker up to full is going to be guaranteed. Quick has got you covered in so many different ways, so check them out. And as always, appreciate uh, them being the presenting sponsor of Purple Daily. That is Quick Trip.
2: All right, so this is just a quick six-second video. He's on, like, some tennis court. We'll play it here for the YouTube audience. Look at growing. him plant. He's oh growing. yeah, plant that. He's moving, planting it doesn't. Uh, there's another oh, Instagram second. video. Like, from a over lifetime, the feels like a lifetime. He's like a lifetime. Can you fitness? show that one more time? Yeah.
1: I don't love how he's moving yet.
0: Well, of course he just had yeah, he had an Achilles injury. I don't <laughs> months love, ago.
1: Okay, knock off ten million and take away <laughs> a little bit of the signing bonus.
0: Sorry, Kirk. that yep. video damaged your. Uh, yes, account this account. is a project now, Phil.
2: <laughs> he also had the video on Instagram over the weekend of him like playing with his kids, and he verbally says, "Please don't step on my yep. Achilles." Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah. He, he is, he's on <laughs> the floor managed. like a good dad on all four. So his kids can like crawl on his back. And, and he, co- and he does, he goes, don't step on my Achilles.
0: This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard show podcast Monday through Friday. As Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit tombernardshow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Wow. So Kirk's out there. First day of the combine. News cycle is refreshing what if his kid again. did put sp- that video
1: out. Did step on it and he suffered a second. Yeah. How would you explain that? that-
0: Maybe you should have been working on Tuesday and not playing with the kids, huh? Wow. Just kidding, All right. Kind of. Um, So, okay. So so we're going to do, we're going to start the exercise with two years, $80 million. It's going to be $40 million signing bonus. It's going to be $60 million in total guarantees. Okay. Okay. If you did this contract, the qu- the next question is, okay, how flexible is it to get out from under it if it's not something you want to pursue in 2025? So according to over the cap, if you did the contract this way, it looks like you'd be able to actually sit you'd you'd be on the hook for like, I don't know, twenty million dollars in dead cap for two thousand you'd you'd be able to get out from under it to some extent, but you'd be eating you'd be eating some residue accounting wise in 2025-26. All right. Okay. But doing the contract this way would bump his cap hit by two million dollars in 2024 from like twenty-eight million to 30, 30 and a half. So Kirk Cousins is back. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the rest of the roster here. And we've done this exercise three other times. Do you guys want to change any of this framework from previously? Jefferson extension. And we think we can bring the cap number down for this year that, yeah. by like $8 million because you're going to do a big signing bonus and all that stuff. Good. We're all still, if we're bringing Kirk yep. back, we got to bring Justin back, right? I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't know. Paying Kirk forty or fifty million a year, and Jefferson thirty five million. I don't know if that's going to get you uh, a Super Bowl, but yep, we're bringing it back. Yep, we're still cutting Harrison Smith for eleven and a half million in savings. Anyone want to argue that one? No,
1: no. I no no. Despite the fact the cap went up, no, I I still think it's a sound football move.
0: Okay, and then we're cutting Dean Lowry and Patrick Jones the second, which saves us another three and a half million dollars. But we're keeping Harrison Phillips, Byron Murphy Jr. These were some guys we talked about the first right. time we did this exercise of, you could cut some of these guys, but like, well here, you know. Here's a
1: question. Do, do we, since the cap is up by a lot, do we, st- and th- this is very, very small, but do we still want to cut Patrick Jones Jr.? Because I was ju- doing that before. I suggested that before, at least personally, as an accounting thing to just free up some space. I do think that there's a keeping- chance. I do think that there's a chance that that you would actually keep a guy based on position here, just because yeah. of your dearth of guys that can rush the quarterback.
0: So well, okay, and it's he's like a million and a half. Yeah, so, it's not much. So yep. we would cut then Dean Lowry, yes, and we we'll get Dean. to like like a two point two number there. Just carry the four. Yeah. Um, this gets us to fifty two plus the Kirk gets us forty nine. So here's where we're at: Kirk is back on a big two year contract, Jefferson extension, Harrison Smith cut, Dean Lowry. Cut keeping Harrison Phillips. Byron Murphy Jr. could have saved us like four and a half, but yeah, we, need, I know. we need a cornerback. Agreed. Garrett Bradbury could save us like two and a half, but then we'd need a starting center. Yep. So is it worth it? Nick Mullins is kind of, we could decide to get a different backup if we wanted to. He's pretty cheap. So we're, we're, we're keeping those guys. So with all of that, we now have $49 million in projected cap space going into free agency. Okay. Okay. The first guy we have to talk about. Hey, all right, hey, Kirk's done. Hey, Daniil, I know we haven't talked to you in like two yeah. months because yeah, we've, been, we've been singularly complaints. focused on Kirk. Yep. Daniil, it's, oh, it's Kwesi. Remember me? Yeah. It's Yeah, it's Kwesi and Kevin. He's like, Ryan Poles? Is that you? <laughs> have you Jaguars, been talking to the Bears? Have Jaguars you been GM, Is this you? Have you been cheating on us? <laughs> so, Daniil Hunter. Yep. The PFF projection is three years, $65 million, $21 million a year. That was, I think, the projection before the cap went up.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to say, and you guys fight me on this, he's 29 years old. Yeah. In terms of external free agents, there's a bunch of other guys out there. Edge rushers, interior guys, maybe aren't as good as Daniil at his peak. But Bryce Huff is three years younger. Jonathan Greenard is two years younger. Chase Young is four years younger than Danielle Hunter. Yes. I don't know that the Vikings are going to go through all of this. Oh, my God, we finally we pounded out a deal for Kirk. We're about to give Justin Jefferson more money than any other non-quarterback. I think in this case, Deniel would be the one to go get his payday with Chicago or Jackson.
1: Yeah, and I think at his age, the problem is he's going to get it. He's going to get a massive payday that I'm not sure if the Vikings do all of what we've talked about so far. They're going to do I to do. I'm inclined to agree with you. I I think that they will probably now be more active in free agency than they probably thought or could be. But I would say you're right. I would say at his age, Daniil probably walks. And quite frankly, at his age, he should 1000% get the most he can possibly get. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'd like given any hometown, right? Yep. No, I'm good with that. Discounted. He's
2: going to get, he's going to get a huge payday. And one of these guys, if not two of these guys are still not guaranteed to come back uh, with the salary cap going up. And if, if we're bringing back Kirk and JJ in this scenario, then yes, I think Daniil Hunter
0: is bye-bye. Okay. So now we're, We've got some major holes along, but we've got the 11th overall pick, we've got the 42nd overall pick, and we still have 49 million dollars in cap space. Yep. So we will address that. Yep. But we're we're bringing back Kirk. We're and and then we're bringing back JJ, obviously on the the extension, and then we're saying goodbye to Dino. Um, just a couple other guys to clean up here. You, Brandon Powell, was a good trinket player. You guys want? It's the fourth time I fought for Brandon Powell uh, yeah, at like no, a million and a half. I, I think that. we're all fine with that. Okay. okay. So forty-seven million in cap space. He's cheap and he he knows exactly what to do. And then we also have to account for on the just the cap space side, a kicker for two million mm-hmm. and then a couple like veteran backup offensive linemen, your Schloatmans and those type of guys, Marys. So that gets us down to like forty-two million in cap space. Other internal free agents. So Dalton Reisner is the one that we've kind of debated the most of this bin. Reisner, KJ Osborne. Cam Akers, Josh Dobbs, DJ Wanham, and he's coming off an injury. Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport, he's got that void date coming up. No. I think we have enough cap space to say goodbye to Dalton Reisner and go after, like, I would love to go after a Kevin Dotson or someone that can just be a dude and fix your guard problem for the next three years. That's where I'm at. Where where, where are you guys at with these guys? Reisner, Akers, Dobbs, Wanham, Hicks, Davenport. Well, on Wanham, I guess,
1: is he comes back because he's coming off a fairly significant injury for pretty cheap. So I think that, you know, relative to the market, I think that he comes back. Uh, Here's my my first question. With the cap going up, do you now have the uh, more want to bring back K.J. Osborne? Because Jefferson's, oh. you know, re-signed now in our oh.
2: world. I do not. If you have, if you have JJ and Addison, and like let's just let let's say Brandon Powell for this example. I'm I'm good with that core, or even drafting someone on day three that could potentially be at the worst or at best wide receiver three. So I th- I think you say goodbye to KJ here, and he goes and signs you know like a two year twenty million dollar deal with the Tennessee Titans. Like I'm I'm good on. Bring back, okay. KJ.
0: I think so. PFF yeah. has the projected contract at just two years, $10 million. Yeah. So $5 million a year. So it's reasonable. But what's interesting is they actually had him as a below replacement level receiver last year. They have they have football wins above replacement. He was the 111th ranked receiver out of 128 last year. And the highest he's been, and this is just PFF's opinion. There's probably more layers to this. Mm-hmm but the highest he's been ranked in the last three years is 71st among all wide receivers. So yeah, I don't know. Can you get that level of of production for league minimum instead of paying $5 million for it? I'm kind of with Dex on this. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Thank you, KJ. Some nice catches.
1: My second question is this one too. Let's, let's quickly hear prioritize positions as far as spends go. So like Phil, you, you, uh, brought up guard and not going out and getting a cheap guard but actually what mm-hmm. we've talked about on our shows our various incarnation of shows for years which is a guard that could kick some ass uh so we've talked about guard we've talked about um defensive tackles and guys that can really get a push i mean not cheap again uh with daniel gone a pass rush specialist and corners. So, I guess my question on like rise like, do do we want to prioritize guard near the top of that list? In which case, I think you definitely let you not definitely. I think you let Dalton Reisner walk.
0: Well, let's prioritize because this is and just to, for bookkeeping, let's bring Wannam back for like three million. It, it would be probably like three three to four million dollars yeah, for I'm, him coming off an injury. I'm guessing you're right. Maybe maybe five. I don't know. But so we'll bring him back. So that that brings us just below forty million in cap space. Okay. So edge rusher is the most important priority here going into free agency and draft. And again, we've got the 40 million in cap and we've got the 11th overall pick and the 42nd pick. So how do we want to kind of allocate? Well, we're not going to draft a guard in the, with the first two picks. So they, they either need to bring a veteran in like a, a Reisner back or like I said, I think we should prioritize just fixing it. Kevin Dotson is one of the top five guards in the NFL. He was great as a pass protector and he helped revamp the Rams run game. So I think we should allocate something there. Now it's up to him too. If he wants to go back to the Rams, we can't that's where that's the wild card in all this that we don't know. We can sit here as fans and media and be like, all right, we've got forty million in cap space. Go get this guy, this guy, this guy. Well, if that guy wants to live in Los Angeles and keep playing for Sean McVay. Well,
1: well and now you you've got teams that will be saying the same thing that you just said about the Vikings too. Oh my God, look how much more cap space. So, if I need a guard yeah. and I am an, an NFC East team, right? I can swoop in and be like, hold on, dude. Vikings will write that check. Here's my. So, like, th- that's how this whole game has changed now. It's not just like one team was told, you have all this cap space and everyone else is still screwed.
0: Yep. By the way, the Rams do have more on the Datsun front. He's their starting right guard. He's a free agent, but the Rams do have more cap space than yeah. the Vikings just going in the F-season. And
1: Washington could sign the entire world at this point.
0: Yep. So I, I would say edge interior pass rush of some kind is another priority because the Vikings were the worst in the yes. NFL at interior pass rush.
1: A lot of help needed there.
0: Guard for sure. Yep. Corner. Yeah, cornerback depth or like a starter that can push the depth back. No, I do maybe, think maybe running back. No, I do think they are going to sign a, a
1: linebacker as well, but I would hope yeah. that, that I would hope that, that would not cost them a fortune.
0: We'll put that um, on the list, though, for sure.
1: But I, I will also say this, as, as we're prioritizing for free agency and then the draft, in the world that we're doing right now, I am I am thinking edge in the first round, perhaps, as well, which would obviously take care of that.
0: Yep, because there's three dudes sitting right in that range. If you bring yep. Kirk back, I don't. I think it would be malpractice to bring Kirk back, clog up your books, because at that price, he's not a bridge quarterback anymore. People keep right. talking about a bridge. You can, right. dude. You can get Ryan Tannehill for like it's, a, yeah. a fifth or a tenth of the price. Yes, if he if you're gonna sink sixty million guaranteed or a hundred million, he's not a bridge. He, you're you're building around him still. You you'd be foolish to use one of your top two draft picks. I think on a quarterback.
1: I think there's become a mis uh misperception that bridge quarterback
0: equals term. No, like, it's price too. It's a, oh, ability it's, it's, to build your price. team.
1: But like two, like two and three-year contracts have become much more of the norm now. So just because you see a three-year contract, like I think people think, "Oh, that's a bridge." Yeah. He's here for probably two more years and then he's gone. But I'm with you totally. If you pay a guy as much as we're talking about, that ain't a bridge.
0: Yep. Yeah. And it would just be like such a waste of resources to To pay him that much money, clog up your books for two or three more years, and then draft a quarterback you're, with the eleventh pick or trade up. And now it's like, yeah. well, okay, now you're now you're stunting your ability to build around that young quarterback and take advantage of the rookie scale contract. So, you know, well, what if what if Jane Daniels falls? Sorry, trade out.
1: Well, they'll say the Packers, but the Packers draft. Okay, the Packers. First of all, I think are the only team that that does that. And in my opinion, if you sign Kirk to a hefty contract for two years you are trying to win right now so you're telling me that you are going to pass on a person now now just to be very clear this is not how i would do this at all but if this is what we're talking about if this is how we're going about it you're telling me that you're going to take jj mccarthy sit him for probably two years which by the way i don't know the packers have done this right now like jordan love his contract got eaten up like the whole one of the you reasons to, you have to
0: pay him now. Yeah. yeah.
1: And one of the reasons to draft him was to have that, that contract. They they made him uh, cook for so long that Jordan Love, they didn't even exercise the fifth year option.
0: It's crazy. Dude, like and- is that how
1: you would do your business? Personally, it's not how I would do my business.
0: I agree with you. people keep pointing at the Packers as this shining example of why you should have a really expensive quarterback that is mentoring this other young guy, right? Two things on that. When the Packers were going to NFC Championship games like two, three years ago, Aaron Rodgers was the starter. And they get beat by the Niners here, or they get beat, whatever. They got beat by the Bucks one year, didn't they? And didn't they always feel like they were kind of one player away? Boy, Receiver that, that first die. round pick, you could have made, maybe made a move for a Justin Jefferson in the first round. Instead, you got Jordan Love holding the clipboard over here. Yep. And then Jordan Love comes out finally and like, look at this, in his fourth year, he finally... He finally look at look at the value of sitting for three years. People pretend like he wouldn't have been a competent quarterback two years ago. Well, he might have done this two years ago if you would have given him a chance to actually play. And then you could have had rookie scale. So you're right. I, I don't know that I would be so quick to use that as the blueprint for right. what team should do. Um, OK, so external free agents. I'm going to take two guys off the table that we've already talked about in previous iterations of this because they are projected to be franchised. Mm -hmm. Antoine Winfield Jr., probably going to be franchised. Mm -hmm. Christian Wilkins now projected to be franchised on PFF2. Interior, pass rush, Miami, like space eater guy. We're going to take him off the board because he's almost certainly going to be franchised. I'm going to float this one, a name that we have not talked about because he was not available until this weekend. Let's start at cornerback. Xavier Howard just got released by the Miami dolphins. His two best years in the NFL came under Brian Flores three and four years ago. He turns 31 years old this summer. He is not the same player that he was, but if he gets like a Patrick Peterson type contract, you know, six, $7 million a year on a two year, pretty flexible deal. Right. And he plugs in as a starting outside corner and you then bump, maybe a Caleb Evans back a notch reuniting Xavier Howard at a really reasonable price with Brian Flores does that do anything for you guys
1: at a reasonable price yes
0: yes he he ain't going to make 15 million dollars right would be shocked yeah i'd be in on that
2: i mean they they needed an extra cornerback help he's not going to break the bank he had success with flores um i mean the age and the decline here cuz just like a lot of other cornerbacks they just kind of start falling off a cliff so is are we off the cliff with Xavier and Howard or is there still something there where he can play meaningful snaps and be at least somewhat of a serviceable corner for him? And if that is the yeah. case and you can get him for cheap. So I would be in on that idea of bringing so, it in.
0: So if I gave you guys an either or at cornerback, you could either go Xavier and Howard with full familiarity and previous success in this system at like six or seven million a year. Again, if we're going off the Patrick, let's call it seven million a year, maybe eight because of inflation. Or, Judd, you brought this name up a couple weeks ago. Kendall Fuller is one of the top 15 PFF free agents. He was with Washington last year. Projected to sign a three-year, $40 million deal in free agency. So $13 million a year. But he is a top 10 cornerback in the NFL right now, PFF. Would you want to go top shelf? Yes. Or do you want to go sort of middle to, to bottom no, I'd shelf? I'd rather go top shelf. Oh, okay, but okay. but we also need... We don't have an edge rusher right now. Interior pass rush is non existent. Uh, yeah, the, the two positions I the two positions that I, I think I would uh, put priority
1: on in free agency are defensive tackle, a three tech, nose tackle, some big men, and football cornerback. So I I'm Thanks. actually I'm actually thinking at the rate that, that, that we're constructing this roster right now, I'm thinking first round edge guy. So, I'm not necessarily targeting one, okay um
0: I, I guess think my could, I think you could maybe go get one in free agency and one in the draft. I don't think you can just have one edge rusher and feel good and like last year they only had one, and they had to have the highest blitz rate in the n f l just to get like league average, well, but pressure. I'm
1: helping my line though like i'm 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 helping my rush by shoring up the interior as well, but yes, if I can get an edge, what I'm saying is if I'm prioritizing spends in free agency. I'm I'm prioritizing my spends on cornerback, um, defensive tackle, and then again, potentially guard. I, mm-hmm. I like your guard. I think the guard idea is really, really sound. I personally don't think the odds are high of them doing that, but I love the idea.
0: Okay. Now you could also go cornerback with the eleventh pick mm-hmm. and go spend money on defensive trenches and free agency. You could do it the other way too. But we'll do okay, let's do it this way. So we'll go mm-hmm. Kendall Fuller, three years, 13 million a year. And we would do a, a signing bonus that would bump the, the cap down for this year. So let's call it, I don't know, 9 million in cap. I love
1: this okay. team. This This is a great team. Short-sighted, but what the hell, we're going for it. Well, they all get signing bonuses. No, no, no. I'm, I, I'm saying our entire roster construction here, though. Like, we're bringing back Kirk. <laughs> we're just bringing back. We're going to take another. Ken, the Wilfs Fuller, love By the way, right.
0: 20, 29-year-old free agent cornerback. The Wilfs love Fuller. this right now. The Wilfs are, like, so happy. He's 29. Does that not give you any pause? It gives me some pause, yeah. But, Wouldn't you but, rather go? So what, okay, I'm going to fight you a little bit more on this. Okay. And, Declan, you can break the tie. Wouldn't you rather, looking at some of the other free agents on the market, on the defensive side, I'm going to give you their ages, okay? Well, DJ Reader is one that could really help your interior. He's also 29. But I think 29-year-old defensive tackles age a little bit more gracefully than 29-year-old cornerbacks where speed is Mm -hmm. gone overnight, right? Mm -hmm. Your guy Grover Stewart, 30 years old, interior defensive lineman. Mm -hmm. Edge rusher Bryce Huff from the Jets, 26 years old. Jonathan Greenard, twenty-seven years old from the Texans, fourteen sacks, fifty pressures last year. Um, Chase Young is twenty-five. We're talking probably a one-year deal. Yeah, PFF, just, one-year deal it
1: scares me a little bit, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, Andrew Van Ginkle, twenty-eight years old. You could probably get him either way. By I was the way, say, I think I can get him. Yeah, but I, I'm a little nervous about the twenty-nine-year-old. I don't disagree
1: with you on, on that. My issue with with Howard is that it's been a long time since he was truly productive. And I am, um, will always be impacted by Xavier Rhodes syndrome. You know, because I mean, he, nothing changed for him. Like the coaching staff didn't change. He he became this Pro Bowl great player. I think and,
0: Rhodes was 29, though. Kendall Fuller was like 29, line. years old. 20, well, then 20, should now. we
1: consider, dra- but then sh- should we consider drafting one uh, instead? Uh, no. I'm getting a little bit concerned here, because I I don't just look. I I guess if you can if you can fill other position, like if we can go get an edge, then who we really like more, then I guess I would draft a corner first round.
0: Dude, Justin Matabike is 26 years old. He's well, one of the one top three interior defensive pressure guys. Twenty like 23 million a year, but you could go get him. Yep. And, I'm open and to you talk s- about that. What? I'd rather do that for twenty three million mm-hmm. than a twenty nine and a half okay. year year old cornerback. Then
1: let's then let's target a cornerback in the draft. Okay, and let's do do that. I I do love first contract guys. I love guys coming out of the first contracts.
0: And again, he might want to stay in Baltimore. We don't know, but this is this is where we're just no, kind of
1: not when we bring him here. Take him, show him the facilities, Manny's, show him the facilities, get him all. <laughs> All uh, happy on quality wine.
0: All happy odds. So here's the contract. Four years, 92 million, 60 million guaranteed, 23 million a year. You probably do like a, let's call it like a $15 million cap hit in the first year and then push it all okay. into the future. So that brings us down to 24 million. So we just brought in Matabike. Okay. Let's talk about my guy, left or right guard, depending on, he, he was... He was a left guard for three years in Pittsburgh. He was a right guard last year with the Rams, Kevin Dotson. So, Kevin Dotson, the Vikings have had like 20 different starting guards in the last nine years. It's just ridiculous. So, Kevin Dotson mm-hmm. is 28 years old. He's projected to sign for $17 million a year on a four year deal, $41 million guaranteed. So, basically, two, two years guaranteed. All right. He's expensive. But you'd now have one of the best left tackles in the NFL, one of the best right tackles in the NFL, and one of the best guards in the NFL.
1: What are our choices at edge at this point, too?
0: So draft is a choice. Yep. 11th overall pick is a choice. You could also sign 26-year-old Bryce Huff from the Jets, pass rush specialist. Really not a guy that is going to move the needle in the run game, but he was a top 10 Pass rush grade according yep. to PFF, sixty pressures last year. Jonathan Greenard is another really interesting one. Twenty seven years old, former third round pick out of Florida in two thousand twenty. He was with the Texans last year, fourteen sacks, fifty pressures, mm-hmm. eighth best run stopping grade among edge rushers. These guys are both going to be like thirteen or fifteen million dollars a year, by the way. Okay. And then, but you could also go like Andrew Van Ginkle with Miami. That's more like seven million dollars a year according to PFF. He's not going to be Daniil Hunter replacement, but he's right. a guy that can come in and he's going to get you some right. production.
1: So, what, what's our ability to split hairs here and pay both uh, Dotson at guard and you know what, what would be considered at least let's say a top, yeah. a top end, I th- not a I superstar think rusher
0: with the Matabike contract. If we did Dotson as well, I think we'd have room because we got to save room for the eleventh overall pick to fit in here too. So. I think we have room for like Dotson and a Van Ginkle level or like a linebacker, someone that's going to be less than $10 million a year.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I do think that they're definitely going to sign an interior linebacker as well. There's
0: also a running back. I mean, Dex has been fighting for running back the yeah. last well, couple of times we did this exercise.
1: Right. And I'm still stuck on, like, we, we do have to add a corner.
0: That's where Xavier Howard comes in.
1: Yeah, but you're talking oh, about a guy who's cheap. gone off the cliff. I'm very 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 like I understand the Kendall Fuller angst, but Xavier Howard, it's nice he's cheap, but is he also going to come here and be a shell of the guy he was, which he appears to have definitely gone in that direction. Well, maybe, I, I would
0: say this real quick, if if you're going to do this contract with Kirk, you can't be uncertain. He he's he was already immobile and now he's coming off an Achilles, and he's 36. You can't just be like, oh, we'll try these two guards again and see if Ed Ingram can take a yeah. step. You have to bring in a top interior offensive lineman. I, if you're going to bring Kirk back post-Achilles, it's, it shouldn't even be a question. Well, and, this a, and this entire ec- exercise is why the, the
1: path we're, we're going down is fraught with peril. Agreed.
2: It's
0: why like
1: we're game. Like, we're literally going down a path that could be incredibly destructive.
2: So maybe, though, you bring in a guy like Howard, and look, Byron Murphy Jr., Makai Blackman, a Caleb Evans, I'll even throw in Andrew Booth. Booth. Mm. You bring in Xavier Howard, and if he shows that he's as good as he once was, then he's great. And if not, you have a nucleus here that can maybe take a step forward that had a strong training camp. So signing Xavier to Howard, I know what you're getting at, Judd, but, like, no one's asking Xavier Howard to be three years ago, Xavier Howard. You're asking Xavier Howard probably just to be a complimentary cornerback at best. That's the best case scenario. He's not going to be a shutdown guy and you're not going to find a shutdown guy unless you really want to pay Kendall Fuller. And that's even more of a dangerous proposition. So I like their
0: in-house options. You just need a little bit more of a spice in Xavier Howard. And you could, you could trade back from 11, mm-hmm. get another what, d- a day, two picks. Now you have yeah. three day, two picks and now you can grab a cornerback. So maybe you, yeah. maybe you go cornerback, trade back cornerback and then go chop Robinson second round edge rusher. So, I, I mean, dude, Patrick Peterson was the same age and he was, he had a resurgence. He came mm-hmm. in here and he was very good for a couple of years.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Your I know Judd hates, he this, just but hates I think it. He's being over. He's being overruled well, 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 right now.
1: De- Declan is trying to say that, that you have good in house options. And I think you have Makai Blackman. Murphy's a, Okay. Makai Blackman, a Caleb you have no idea about, and Booth looks like a bust. That that's your problem. You have no depth, and yeah. you don't have you don't really have quality options. But I am willing to go down this path for the purpose of proving how bad your team could possibly get.
0: Okay, <laughs> I love, Judd is now turned on his own yes. Purple Daily front office right now. This is this is just <laughs> so this is fair. just
1: so, this is so destructive. It's so <laughs> counterproductive.
0: Okay, so. I'm 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 voting Kevin Dotson. You're okay. gonna just you're gonna make a huge pitch to him and you're just gonna fix your offensive line. And so it's seventeen million a year. You'd probably do again a big signing bonus and bring that cap hit down to like twelve million for the first year or something like that. And so that brings us down to about seven million in cap space, and that's we need most of that, I think, to sign a first okay. round pick. Yep. Right. So so our big, there, and of course, there's always going to be guys out there. Like there's linebackers that you could find. Blake Cashman, for instance, had a nice season. He's going to be a free agent. You could mm-hmm. get him for a few million. So there's guys like that that you could go and and find. Uh, but but now, so our big free agent additions were bringing bringing in Matabike, mm-hmm. that fixes your interior pass rush. Dotson fixes your interior. Blocking situation, and then Xavier Howard, cross your fingers. Yep. Plus maybe some other dude, and I think going into the draft that means edge, cornerback are the two top priorities for us, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, and, and 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 quarterback is now
0: just a, probably a flyer again. I don't even. Th- I, it's not even on my list. Well, I, yeah. Legi- but, Legitimately not even on my list. Malpractice yeah. of resources if you do this, all well, of this and then draft that, a quarterback.
1: You, you gotta look, see at Jaron Hall. You didn't like it that much. You could probably take one in the sixth round again. But yeah. yeah, now it's now it's basically been buried off the list of primary needs. Yeah.
0: So the last phase here, which we'll get to is the mock draft simulation after Judd tells the audience how they how they can go from looking like a defensive tackle to a yep.
1: quarterback, you know? It's this uh simple Just call my friends or contact them at Livia Weight Control Centers who help sports dad take off 40 pounds, and they will help you lose weight as well. This program uh, works. I can tell you that from firsthand experience. Many people who watch this show, listen to this show, can tell you the exact same thing because they have joined. They have lost weight right now, going on March 1st here. A perfect time of year to decide that it is time for a new you. Look great by spring. Look fantastic by summer. Fit into all of those clothes that don't fit. And if you join now, you're going to get the first three months for free. That's right, three months for free? What a deal. You're losing weight, you're feeling great, and the first three months are free. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Check them out and tell them, the guys at Purple Daily told you that you can look great by the summer by just contacting Livia.
0: Also, a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated is here to help elevate your business through risk management. It's like having a great offensive line. It's like shoring up your offensive line, looking out on the horizon, protecting you, the business owner. And they have over 100 years of experience. In fact, 120 years, to be precise. They opened their doors, Owatonna, Minnesota, 1904. And so they have generations of experience in helping to navigate the waters of running a business. You've got so many things to be focused on. Let Federated focus on this area, protecting you. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours. Okay, let's do this. I, I
1: want a mock! Mock!
0: We will do just a, we'll do a five-rounder here. We'll save the seven-rounders for the Thors and the Tyler Fornices. And we'll fire this up, boys. With right. And again, Edge... And and cornerback are probably our two top priorities at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can trade back and accumulate something extra. The Bears are on the clock. Let's see what happens. Is there any reason to trade up at this point? Or should we just let the draft fall to us?
1: Yeah. I would think in this scenario, the only thing you might do is trade back.
0: Caleb Williams number one, Drake May yep. number two, Marvin Harrison Jr. three, Malik Neighbors four. See, this is in- see this this could happen easily. Jaden Daniels is already falling. But we just signed Kirk to yep. $80 million, $60 million guaranteed. Yep. Malik Neighbors, four to the Cardinals, Cooper Dejean, cornerback, Iowa to the Chargers. Brock Bowers, tight end, Georgia to the Giants. Titans on the clock now. Joe Olt, Minnesota zone. All right. Nate Wiggins, cornerback to the Falcons. Talise Fuaga to the Bears. He's a tackle. And looky here the Vikings around the clock after Roma Dunze goes to the Jets. And Jaden Daniels is still on the board. See, yeah, wouldn't, right you be, wouldn't
1: you be would be kicking yourself, Vikings? No, no, because because now the fans would be like, You gotta take him, you
0: gotta take Jaden. Well, let's have that conversation. And right? the Vikings this will is say, this is
1: this could happen. What are you talking about? We just signed Kirk to another two year contract, and Kevin O'Connell would say, No, let's take the quarterback. And Kwesi would say, Hold on a second here. Dude, we've got a year left on our contracts after this season. We need to take a position of need.
0: But this is where, like, at the draft party, at the Fillmore, right? (laughs) More information coming soon. The Fillmore, Thursday, April 25th. Love it. People are going to be dying for the Vikings to take Jaden Daniels, but it would be malpractice to give Kirk $100 million or whatever, $80 million, and then waste a rookie-scale contract sitting behind him like this. And this is why Kirk has probably, in
1: the real world, done you a favor by exploring free agency and signing a huge contract elsewhere. But if he hasn't, I think you got to trade back here.
0: Dex? Trade back. So here's the four teams that have followed us as we're on the clock. The Saints, three picks back at 14. Okay. The Dolphins, 10 picks back at 21. Three picks back. And then the the, the Buccaneers. You want to go three back to the Saints? I, I
2: think you go just three picks back, accumulate an extra day two pick. And it would be probably still a late day two pick, but I'd rather do that than go back 10 extra spots.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's te- Hold on a second. If I can't get 45,
0: are you yeah, serious? Yeah, I, I agree. We can't get 45. Okay, that's. Uh, well, they that's only have, they don't have another thing. Between that. Yeah. What would the uh, Dolphins be offering? Going back 10 is a lot, but uh, could we get 53? We can get 53. Keep going. And the 155. Okay. And the 186. I'm taking their whole draft. Let's take the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the play. Yeah, that's about me. So we went back 10 and just picked up three additional picks. This is what you would do, though, right? All right, let's let's try and hit on a yeah, bunch of dudes Spielman and build up the roster. From,
1: from like 14 to 21 in the Jets trade, and they got Darisaw?
0: Yep. Yeah. So okay. here's the here's how it's playing out now. The Dolphins take Olufishanu. Jaden Daniels, by the way, goes to the Saints at 14. Byron Murphy, the second. I'm just spitting off some names here. couple cornerbacks. Latu Latu to the Jags. We might get an edge rusher run here. There's the Oregon Center to the Bengals. Big cornerback run. Kool-Aid McKinstry off. I
1: love that name, by the way. Kool-Aid McKinstry is one of the great names in football. Okay. So we're back really? on the clock. Oh, yeah. Here's,
0: okay. here's the top available players. Jared Verse, edge rusher, Florida State. Jerzon Newton. Interior defense? Now, with Harrison Phillips and with I Justin Matabike, we're probably verse. not going interior.
1: I think it's Verse without question now.
0: So Jared I Verse. I an edge, for yeah. sure. Come on down. So there it is, Jared Verse to the Minnesota Vikings. But now we got all, all these picks from the Dolphins, too, which is... Correct. We'll speed this up because our next pick is the 42nd pick. I'm curious to see where, like, J.J. McCarthy goes. And if he's still on the clock when it gets to the Vikings, I think he is. Oh look at this! <laughs> well, the Minnesota act- Vikings are on the okay. clock at forty-two. Oh, who's
1: the top cornerback? And Boenix right and
0: JJ McCarthy are on the board. Top
1: cornerback? Yeah, who's the top cornerback available
0: right now? Dude, Chop Robinson there. Oh, you Chop could just you is- could get two edge rushers. Yeah. Well, our guys love Chop. Dude, I, I will say that. I mean, let's see. We also Tyler have the 53. and Thorpe
1: don't agree on a ton, but they both love that guy.
0: So cornerbacks are kind of thinning out here. Mm. Mike Sandstrill. I don't want to reach Kyrie Jackson. Must you really like one here?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't disagree with you.
0: I know people are screaming McCarthy's twenty years old. I and now now it's a four year contract. I don't want to draft a quarterback if I'm committing sixty million guaranteed and eighty million to Kirk Cousins. Am I nuts?
2: No, I don't think you're nuts. Okay,
1: so I would trade
0: back again here.
1: Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to ask you. Well, I, I no think one you offering trade
0: us a trade, but.
1: Really? With JJ I mean, McCarthy on the board, no one's offering us a trade? be a little
0: unrealistic. I
1: feel like PFF's fastball is dissipating.
0: I know. Just for fun, could we move back? There's like the Falcons. The Falcons didn't draft a quarterback, right? The Falcons took somebody else. Yeah. What if we just like trade it okay. back with the Falcons? Would they give us anything? Just Where swap are they? 43. Give us the 79. No, they're not going to. No, these teams don't care about this.
1: All right. Well, Hmm. we either take. So at this point in time, O'Connell's pounding the the table because he hates our plan
0: for McCarthy.
1: But if we don't take him, I think we take chop.
0: So we would go. Unless you
1: see a corner you like, but it looked like all those corners were reaches.
0: We would go edge edge. We said goodbye to Daniil. We would go edge edge well, with the first two. I love this. Dude, unless you love
1: up. a backup defensive tack or you know a defensive tackle that could step in. Yeah, I
0: think you're Jared Verse and Chop Robinson. Welcome to the Vikings ridiculous defense. All okay, fifty right. third overall pick here. Did that. so Bo Nix went. JJ McCarthy went right after at forty four. Yep. yep. All right, let's check cornerbacks here, Judley see what we got this Kyrie Jackson from Oregon I think we got a pounce right okay
1: What's yeah his, he's uh... uh six
0: foot three oh, 195 pounds all guy he, he's lanky 80 pff grade we can ask Thor about him later this week maybe Dex connects right. ask, ask yep Tyler Forrest Yep. So we'll go we'll go Hit Kyrie it. Jackson right there there it is and we'll go turbo here we'll just kind of fill out because we don't know what we're doing once we get past well we really don't know what we're doing period at this point, but we've got, so we've got two edges. We've got a second round cornerback to go along with Justin Matabike in free agency to go along with Kevin Dotson in free agency, fixing offensive line. Pretty good. Pretty good. We're back on the clock with the 109th pick here. And this Marshawn Lloyd yeah. is the best player on the board. He's a halfback from USC. Pretty good?
1: Thor likes him, right? Mm-hmm. Thor's. Yes. Uh, spoken highly of his ability. so yes, let's take him.
0: Okay, back on the clock at one thirty. I think we're just kind of we were just kind of filling out now, so yep. we'll go. Uh, tight let's end. See here, tight end, Ben. Sign I don't. know. I'm just going to click around so we can get to the to the wrapping phase here. Oh, Kalen, he's another cornerback for you, Judd, right there.
1: Yeah, I don't really fifth round corners. You know, it's great. It's Drake
0: Nugent. We'll get a center in here from Michigan.
2: We're all going to get fired here. I think
0: we've taken Drake Nugent
2: more than any other player on day three of these sims. I feel like we've taken him like four or five times. I, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Have. But didn't he, he get hurt badly last season? Cedric Sedergra- There's Cedric Gray. I don't. I don't know. I thought uh, Tyler uh, told us he got hurt pretty badly at one point because he was a pretty good
0: prospect. And then uh, Luke McCaffrey. We'll take Luke McCaffrey right there. All right. So all right. There's the end of our of our mock draft simulation. Yep. Let's see what grade yeah. they gave us. A plus on Jared Verse, A minus on Chop Robinson, B plus on Kyrie. Overall grade an A. Let's go. What
1: a great, what a, what a great draft. On Monday, people love us. In two years, they hate us. Chop so Robinson. This is, this is
0: fascinating.
1: It's I wonder. Fascinating. I wonder if Chop. It just feels like, at least from Thor and Tyler, that there's a ton of steam for Chop. I wonder if Chop's gonna. Creep up the draft board starting this week at the combine.
0: Yeah, he might he might be an athletic testing freak who goes ten or fifteen spots higher than these yeah, projections. I could but. see that. So, all, all right. right, boys, how do you feel? So, I know that bringing Kirk back for all that money is not what this show has been advocating for. Yeah, but I listen, like, if if they do that, then our show will try to figure out the best path forward yeah, as we speculate. Right
2: what I are you going to do right if they now. bring back I feel Kirk?
0: It. I feel icky. I feel well, feel but icky if they it. do bring him back, this is. A pretty. I feel like we did a pretty good job around him. We're, right, we're bringing Kirk back. JJ yeah. contract extension. I think the only place in the, where where
1: you're not where we're not correct is at guard. I think they bring back Reisner. I I don't think that they do what we think. But I mean, we've been we've been advocating for guard for how long, Phil? Eight years. A long time. It feels like it's to. a long time. But I think that they actually address defense more. Mm-hmm. So, and dude, it would
0: be such a baller move if Daniil walks. And they wind up with two edge rushers with their first two picks to say, "Hey, this is the NFL, man. We need to get well, after quarterbacks." And- I love our
1: lot. I love our. I love our fronts right now. Like the front, the the front three now, because Harrison Phillips is going to become a better player if they make a move like this. Harrison Phillips didn't impress us as much because he was misused. Mm-hmm. So if he's used correctly now, and you've got a couple guys off the edge, I do love our front. Not going to lie.
0: Let us know in the comment section on the YouTube channel and hit us up on Twitter. What do you think of this? Did we so we we made it? We made it the rule that we have to bring Kirk back. How long, we back. How long
1: can, will we be employed? But
0: that's the thing. You're gonna win games. You're gonna win. I'm not. I don't know. If you're winning a Super Bowl, but like right. you're especially if your edge rushers pan out.
1: So what you're telling me is we can get to the playoffs and lose?
0: Yes, I'm telling you that
1: in the first round.
2: Are you trying Welcome to just to crap sports. all these Yeah, crap. yeah we just spent an hour sports. doing this and now and now you're gonna you drop that one on us.
1: No, hold on a second. I have made made it clear since halfway through this show I did not feel good about <laughs> our What about direction.
0: cornerback? Huh? but I we need an edge, you know? I don't know. We could, uh, we what, what, what do we want to do here? I've been trying to wrap the show for three minutes and Judge just trying to tell us how yeah. much he hates what we just did. For I, the just last t- hour.
1: I, I hate it, it's why it doesn't work <laughs> for me.
0: All right, we'll hit you with a couple more episodes of Purple Daily today. It's a busy Monday here across Scornarth. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And if you're listening to Judd, they will not be doing it at all.